to the iHealth channel and iHealth Radio and the Fit and Fab channel specifically tonight. Uh, this is a fitness uh, show you know, for, for a specific reason we did this today and we made sure that we're discussing a little bit of the fitness aspect of it. I mean, we've talked about health, we've talked about pharma. Uh, today is exclusive to fitness and um, there is a, uh, a need for that. And we've talked about it in the previous shows as, you know, in a different angle. I have a guest and as always, and special guest again. And my guest today is a CEO of a uh, fitness coaching company, but but her background is deep, you know, and it's been uh, pretty much, you know, in, in, in really enriched over the years in different various types of fitness and personal training and so on and so forth. Now, I'm not going to give a lot of details. We'll allow her to give us all that. Uh, so with me tonight, I have Carmel Jean-Francois, and uh, she is uh, the CEO of uh, C Fit Coaching, right? Yes, right, thank right. you. Excellent, <laughs> excellent. Well, welcome to the show, and thank you for the uh, for accepting the invitation and be on. Uh, we're excited to have you and to learn uh, about your experience, your journey, and also your motivation and your mission. And and today's topic, really, we're going to talk about motivation and fitness. Um, you know, it's 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 important. And uh, before I turn the mic to you is most people, they, they want to be fit. I mean, everybody wants to look good and fit good and, you know, and, and just be like really excited and all this stuff. The problem is it's not easy to be fit or stay fit or even maintain fitness. And what is fitness and all that stuff. Right. And but the, the key element in all this, you can get into it, but you have to be motivated. And so so you will tell us through your experiences and how you you get people to do all this stuff. You know, and share that with our audiences, and hopefully we can get them excited and just, you know, they, they'll, after this show, they'll just jump up and go, you know, we got to get started right now. Now, we don't have to delay this anymore, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Carmel, welcome again. Thank Tell you. us a little bit about your background. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I never do justice when I do my presentations here because you guys are the best, you know, presenters of your own background. Right, so right, right, right. <laughs> well, Isham, thank you so much for having me on the show, first and foremost. Um, okay. I really respect what you do. So this is a pleasure. And thank you for pronouncing my name correctly. <laughs> that, that's always a tough one. That's always kind of like, uh, and uh, you got it perfectly. So I do appreciate that. Um, I'm Carmel Jean-Francois. I am out of the Queens, New York City area. Yay! <laughs> and yes, yeah, so I'm a personal trainer, coach, fitness enthusiast, ally all of that good stuff because um, I really believe in fitness, but I love it too. And I know I have um, an edge, you know, like because I love it so much and some people detest it and they only do it for just to look the certain way that they wanna look and they put up with it. And some people just don't do it at all because they don't like it. So I feel actually I'm like 
blessed and lucky that I actually do love fitness. And my love of fitness actually, well, I grew up a tomboy. Okay. <laughs> but, <laughs> but there was one stage of my life, Ishan, for about 10 years. I wanted nothing to do with fitness. I wanted to maintain my little self and, and just not exercise. I didn't want anything to do with it. But what was happening, I saw that that wasn't happening. I saw that that wasn't going that way. I come from a family of heavy women. And so I was definitely on the journey towards that way. And another thing was even living with my father who had a acquired type two diabetes, adult diabetes, and my mother who was suffering for hy from hypertension. And I knew those things were diet and exercise. I knew it. And even then, I still didn't want to exercise. And my love of exercise came later on after a really bad car accident. I broke my hip, I broke my my ankle, I severed all the thing all, all the tendons in my fingers and they told me I was never going to be able to do this again. And um I I I had exploratory surgery. They thought I was bleeding internally. Thank God I'm fine. But as I was healing Isham, they told me listen, take care of the way you eat, take, take in your calories, your body needs the calories right now to help it heal. And for the first time I made the connection with nutrition and fuel, food being nutrition and fuel for my body to do what it needed to do. And also I started seeing that I was really, because when I left the hospital, I was afraid. I was afraid to bump into the wall. I thought I was gonna break apart. But as I started to move and little exercises, including physical therapy, I was getting so much stronger than I thought that I could. And I was completely impressed by how quickly my body was healing itself. And so that really, really set it off for me. I'm like, well, if I can do that, what else can I do? And that's when my love of physical fitness, as well as nutrition came into play. And it had everything to do with um, why I became a personal trainer. People started asking me, you look fantastic after your car accident, like talk to us. And I started telling them my story, but I didn't feel qualified. I didn't have the credentials. So that's when I um, studied personal training. I started working in a personal training studio, stopped that for a long while and picked it back up during the time of COVID because number one, I love it. Number two, I wanted to see people um, not gain all that weight because of COVID. People stopped going to the gym, people stopped going outside, but also because I felt so strong because I had already been taking care of myself and I felt like people were dying because they had not previously taken the steps to take care of themselves. So I said, all right, I have a message and I have a passion and I just wanted to share it. Well, we are here to hear it and we definitely want to take it and, and, and apply it eventually. And hopefully everybody listening in uh, will take at least, you know, the core of it, if you know, not everything and, and apply some or all, you know, but the idea is to, to get contagiously, you know, with it, <laughs> you know, yeah. we get that spike and vibe and fire and get it all, you know, uh, in, in real uh, life and application. Right. So, yeah, so, so great story. I mean, you had, pretty much didn't care about care, you know, physical aspect and all the stuff and fitness and didn't matter. 
then you had a, a life changing moment, yes. uh, which, you know, again, you break one bone, it's painful. I mean, you break a few, that's a, I, I, I don't even want to imagine it. I'm sure it, it was, you know, very, very tough, you know, going through it. Uh, physical therapy, the whole thing, just the, the whole aspect of it. To your point, you were afraid when you got back. Yeah. A little, you know, it has to take time. You know, my son broke his, his arm and he's still not, you know, just almost a year ago and he still cannot really do a lot of stuff that he used to do. So right. I can imagine at, at a heavy level where you had a full Clarkson with multiple injuries, that's a tough one. Yeah. And then you, you took the whole, you know, 180 degrees concept here and went the other side. Nutrition, fitness, the excitement, and not only that, not only about you, you took it to the next level where you were sharing it with others. And uh, you made it look good. And then you took it to the next level and started a company. Yes. Now, your company is C-Fit. Yes. What drove that? Give us a little bit about that juice on that title. What, what <laughs> I give you to select that, that, that name for the company? I was trying to be creative. And so the C came from Carmel, my name. And, but it came to mean so much more very, very soon. It meant courageous. It meant um, now like I'm, I'm on the camera now. So now I'm forgetting all these words, right? It, made, it meant courage, it meant cohort, community. All these words that I was thinking, oh, C stands for all of that. And I also use it to see your fit. So see fit coaching. I always say one of two things. I want you to see your fit and I want to see your fit. And what I mean by that is fit, the way fit looks like to everybody is different. Sure. Somebody might not want muscles. And somebody just might want to maintain their curves. I've had girls tell me, listen, I don't want to lose these. <laughs> can you tell me how to lose weight and not lose my girls? And I'm like, oh, we can work on it. But this is basically going to go. Um, but anyway, so and some people just want to run maybe a 5K. Some people just want to get their diets to a, a, an acceptable place for their doctors to be okay with it. So everybody's fitness level is different. And I don't, I feel like society plays such a big part in the way we view ourselves. Men and women alike, but I think with women, we suffer a little differently as far as what the shapely woman is supposed to look like. And if you don't fit into this Barbie doll figure, you, you, you're not acceptable. Although these days, it's really nice to see that things are changing. Now, if you look like me, then that's not what people want to look like. People want a little bit more curves. And I, I don't have that many curves, which I'm okay with. <laughs> but by the way, you know, you hit on a, a very keynote there. Uh, one of the items that you mentioned is, you know, how people perceive fitness. Now, fitness is a concept and the, the outcome of a shape, you know, can be different. And there are pressures because, by the way, it's not just women that need to have a certain profile that's been marketed in the communities out there, you know, over the time. It's also for men. I mean, men have to have a six pack. You have to have a V shape. I mean, all, that's the same pressure. Uh, maybe it's not perceived the same way from, from the ladies side, but it is the same thing. Like, especially when you get older, I mean, you get these younger folks, you know, that look nice and rough <laughs> and they're like, oh my God, I got, a, I got one flap. <laughs> I got to work on that, right? I think that's the, that's our curves. <laughs> it works well, right? <laughs> but, but, but I think on, on the flip side, you're right. I mean, uh, everybody's got this, this model thing that we always looked at athletes, you know, and how they shape uh, models and how they are. But now we got 
you know, all kinds of models, all kinds of shapes. And but now some of that may be fit, some of that may not be fit. Fit here is not just be toned and muscle and stuff. It's just to be really to portray a fitness is not just the physical aspects, also your behavior, your the whole inside out. So I think it's more than just that. I, I always tell I always tell my clients, I want you to like what you see in the mirror. I want you to feel comfortable in your own skin. And I want you to feel comfortable naked. Like if if you don't feel comfortable in your own skin, if you don't like what you see in the mirror, it's not a good feeling for men and women alike. You want to feel comfortable, you know, and then you'll have like I went through it. I went I I I, I had boyfriends that said, babe, you're too skinny. Eat up. But I liked being skinny, you know, but here I am, I'm eating up because he wanted to see something different. So we also get pressure from our loved ones. They love, he meant me no harm and I meant me no harm. But at the same time, uh, it's so important, especially when we come, uh, become a certain age, it's really important for us to stop living and trying to look like what other people say we should look like, whether it's somebody we love or whether it's the TV advertisements. And, and you're right. And uh, and I think that is a good message for folks here that, you know, if you're listening or watching, uh, yeah, you need to be fit. Right. So so in your own aspect, but but it's beyond just the look. It's also how you you, you if you walk in, and you get tired and that means inside of your body is not fit. So so your cardio has to be fit. Maybe you're not going to be, you know, super skinny or you can be nice and, and, and cut. But at the end of the day, you don't have to. You can just be nice and lean. But at the end of the day, you can even have a little chubbiness. It's all good. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's just that, you know, there's too much of everything could be an extreme and, and bad. You just have to have that level where you're comfortable and also feel healthy. I mean, sometimes you get to an extreme. You can't walk. You can't breathe. You can't do anything. You can't, you know, tie your shoes. I'm just giving an example. But, but it becomes very difficult. Or you can just be at a point where, your borderline up and down and if that is the game you can maintain it and that's it uh, and even doctors they'll tell you that they'll tell you, you know you look good you got enough muscle you know you're just gonna drop a couple of pounds and keep it there as long as you maintain your workout looks good <laughs> you know because yeah. so it's outside and inside because sometimes you can look fit outside and still be destroyed inside oh completely and and, and nutrition is a venue for that i mean exercise nutrition keep you know you know it's all those items that make it work right Isham, there's so much information out there with regards to nutrition, what's healthy, what's not healthy. And I feel like because there's so much information, people really don't know which direction to take it in or what is actually what is actually healthy. And I, I was having this conversation with my sister just today. And um, we were talking about even I used to suffer, not suffer, but I used to think that just because I was eating a salad, I was being healthy, yet I was loading it up with dressing and dressing. That's where all the fat and sugar and sodium is. And just because I was having, you know, some greens and some chicken. Well, how was the chicken cooked? If McDonald's was cooking it or Wendy's was cooking it, then it's not really altogether healthy. And then there's also different aspects of nutrition, of pairing certain foods together and um, um, portion control, things of that nature. Um, and, and how much sugar and sodium is in a food. I love peanut butter, but they put so much sugar in peanut butter. Why? Why? And and there's a lot of foods on the shelves like that. They're packed with sugar and they're packed with sodium unnecessarily. 
Well, sugar gives it the sweetness and, and sodium gives it like a little bit of a cure. So it lasts longer, but you know, but you're right, both bad for you and both are poison. But you know, in 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 well, it's not you need in excess. In excess, exactly. You need them, but you can't have the amounts that they have there. I mean, a couple of uh, you know, uh, teaspoons probably have more than what you need for a day. So <laughs> exactly. And then when you eat consistently all these little things that have all this extra sugar or all this extra sodium at the end of the day, you've consumed way too much of each of those things. And it's just not, it's just not good. Oh, no, definitely not. And, and you, you mentioned also like, you know, how you eat food. I mean, fried chicken versus grilled chicken. I mean, big difference, right? Uh, and, and again, it's, 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 it's a way of life too. I mean, fitness has more to it. Again, it's the, the habits, the, the consistency, the training, uh, and what type of training you do? Is it muscle? Is it you just just your weight? Is it you know cardio? Is it a combo? Uh, you know all of the above, right? Uh, yes. And burning enough calories. What's your intake versus outtake? What's what's the content that you're eating? I mean, to your point, you can have a salad and all green, but now you have you're missing you know proteins and other type of things. And sometimes people substitute with veg, you know, like you know uh, non-animal based proteins, right? But they're not really as good maybe in, in terms, I mean, they may be, but you have to put a lot of quantities. So there's so many, and of course, we're not talking nutrition today specifically. Uh, you know, we can certainly refer always to nutritionists that can give us more breakdown and balance, you know, uh, ways of eating healthy. Then you have also the diets, right? We have all these types of diets that everybody gets into uh, between intermittent fasting, keto, and you name it. I mean, there's so many of them. And all these diets work. The question is consistency. I mean, how long can you perceive yourself doing something for the long term? Right. People do it, they get tired, and they just can't keep up. And then they restart again. And then that's bad for your body going up, going down. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a nightmare. And then psychologically speaking, that's another thing. The way people look and the way you feel that affects also how they behave and how their mental state is. Correct. Correct. I, I'm a firm believer in taking what you, as far as your nutrition is concerned, I'm a firm believer in let's take what you're already doing and tweak it, whether it's um, removing some things from it or adding some things to it. And to, so that people could, it's all about making everything sustainable, right? And that goes with your nutrition, how you cook, that goes with your fitness. And some people want to go all out and work out seven days out of the week. And I always tell people, stop. Don't work out seven days out of the week. Ease yourself into it. Three days, three days. And then if you really, if you're really enjoying it and you want to continue, add in that fourth day, then add in that fifth day, depending on what your goal is. But we have to make everything that we do sustainable. Otherwise, we burn ourselves out and we don't want to do it anymore. It becomes hard. It becomes a chore. And that's what we don't want. And we have to make it fun, right? I always tell people, if you don't like exercising, that's because you still didn't find the type of physical activity that you actually like. There's so many things out there besides lifting a set of dumbbells or going for a run. And you're right. And, and again, it depends what you, your, your, um, your expectations and your target and goal is. You can pick different things. Some people want to build some serious muscles. Some people just want to be nice fit. Some people just want to drop weight. And so... You can do Zumba, you can do cardio, you can do like kickboxing, you can do uh, you know, uh, boot camp types, you know what I mean? So there's the hit training. I mean, there's so many uh, formulas that you can do there. But at the end of the day, the, you, or you can mix. <laughs> 
Makes sense. Absolutely. You know, walking, running. I mean, I know you you do some you do some running too, right? You, I do a lot of running. Yeah, yeah. So so running is a good one. I mean, walking at least you know walking off a day. Dancing. Hey, you know, hip hop dancing. I don't care what dancing, but salsa dancing, whatever. You're moving. You're burning. That's it. Right. Uh, yeah, and, and you can make it fun. You're right, and and that's 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 actually sometimes what motivates people. You have to find that item. Now, you also, I believe, are into martial arts. Yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, I did. I studied. Sorry. What's your story there? <laughs> <laughs> I um I grew up. <clears throat> I I again I grew up like a, as a tomboy, and I left everything alone, and then. One year, I think it was the year before I it was the year before I graduated college. Um, uh, in my neighborhood, so a guy came in and 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 opened up a martial arts studio. <clears throat> oh. I was I was the artist in the neighborhood, and I used to do flyers for some of the local shops. He heard about me. He said, "Listen, do my flyers and study for free." And I said, "Deal." <laughs> and I told my sister about it, and my friends. So before long, a bunch of us joined his martial arts studio. Um, it was karate self-defense. And I actually, we actually studied with him for about two years intensely because that we were 20 nothing years old. We had nothing else to do. So we put, if we weren't at home, we were at the studio. So we got our, we got our black belts within a couple of years and it was probably the hardest thing I've ever done, but it was the most rewarding and I learned so much about me, about other people, relationships, because we got so close. And um, yeah, that was like the first goal or, or thing that I truly embarked on before I went sedentary. But yeah, that was that was a pretty in, um, intense time of my life. I had a really good time doing the martial arts. And again, I think that's that's where you went back to fitness, because because first of all, when you're karate and or martial arts in general, I mean, there's intense training and intense fitness, you know, conditioning. So you just, you know, especially when you're young, I mean, they put you to <laughs> to hell <laughs> and you don't get that belt until you really earn that. <laughs> so, Whoa, the stories I can tell. <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, so so you've uh, you have a concept of beach body coach. What, yes. I mean, I mean, I can guess what it is. So 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 you're basically helping people look good for the beach. Is that what it is? <laughs> That's what it sounds like. <laughs> well, Isham, have you ever heard of the company Beachbody? I did. Yeah, I, I, okay, so Beach... The name, I, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'm sure, like, okay. So I'm sure, like, maybe you've heard of it through passing or whatever. Beachbody is a company that's based out in California. And um, they have a platform of... A, a lot of workouts, hundreds and hundreds of workouts. They have super trainers and they also have their own line of nutritional supplements. And what I did was, um, I was, I, I don't, have you ever heard of P90X? That's a good one to go by. P90X, no? Yes. Yeah, okay. So P90X, I jumped on board and I did that program. It's a 90 day program to gain muscle. And that's the first time I really focused my training on muscles. And I loved it. I was now getting guns. I was like, oh, this is so cool. So Beachbody, P90X was part of the Beachbody. So I do a bunch of programs from the Beachbody. My cousin was just like, why don't you become um, a Beachbody coach with me? So they have an affiliate program that's not unlike network marketing companies. So it gives you a chance and opportunity to invite people into the company. And I can capitalize on that 
you know, I tell somebody, hey, listen, I'm doing the program, do it with me, and they kick me back something. Um, so yeah, so that's the beach body coaching that I do because I absolutely love the programs. On any given day, if I'm not out running, I'm probably inside doing a beach body program. And um, I love the supplements because I'm exposed to it. I know it and and the supplements work for me. And I, I just I just love that aspect of, of beach body. I'm a I'm number I'm a number one, first and foremost, I'm a fan of it. And then whoever wants to join on board, I'm like, hey, let's do it because I know all about it. Yeah. Excellent. Well, well, so that takes us to what you mentioned earlier about the coaching part during COVID, right? So so everybody was pretty much depressed <laughs> and forced to be indoors. Uh, it was a challenging time and people yeah. also just didn't have a way in. I mean, the gyms were closed. Uh, you couldn't even go out for the most, but some states are still having difficulties to date. Uh, yeah. and, and, and a lot of people kind of either, either stop training. I mean, s some of them are addicts and, you know, I, I love those cause they, no matter what rain shine, doesn't matter, <laughs> you know, COVID or not, we'd be out there doing our thing. But, 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 but you're right. Some people actually, a lot of people really just stayed home and, you know, you're eating and you're depressed and you're just not really doing good. And, and so, so you, did you start within the, the COVID, the, the company, or that was already something in existence? So I started C-Fit during COVID. And what I did was just, um, I expanded on something I used to do with my friends. Uh, I would provide um, challenges and we'd get together and talk about where our challenges were. And like, as far as weight loss was concerned and why we couldn't lose weight and maybe whatever, whatever conditions or that we were dealing with personally, um, medically or whatever the case is. And so I said, hey, let me just do this on a, on a bigger level and take this out to everybody and make a, a business out of it as opposed to something that my friends and myself were just fussing around, like messing around with. So yeah, so that's where that came from. And so the motivation and inspiration aspect of it was pretty much um, we're home, but we can stay moving. We can keep moving, whether it's even stepping while you're watching your favorite TV program. It counts. It Taking the dog out after dinner. That counts. Dancing with your favorite music videos. That counts. And so I just I just try to instill in people the body is meant to move. It's a machine move it i like move that it doesn't matter how big or how little get that in your brain like sitting in front of the couch flipping the tv channel all day long is not the thing to do our bodies need to move so yeah so it did start with covid and that was my big message you know take care of your body take care of your body and your body will take care of you it will so so you you since then you started now now you actually been taking the show on the road and, and getting people excited about it and helping people Yes, yes. So yeah, so I'm helping people. And it's interesting, because I feel like people are still, as far as fitness is concerned, I feel like people are still not all together, like there, they're rock star at it for like three weeks, maybe six weeks, rock star, and then they fall off again, because life happens, right? the job gets busy and what i try to instill in people is listen your physical fitness is just as important as you waking up and brushing your teeth 
It should be part of your daily routine. And people have this misconception, like I mentioned earlier, that physical fitness means I have to spend two hours running or I have to pick up a set of dumbbells. All it means is take a walk around the block after dinner. And, um, and if people do have certain goals in mind, like weight loss, or getting healthier, maybe because diabetes or hypertension is 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 something that's looming over them as far as their health is concerned. I I also instill in them. Listen, you can make small changes. There's a girl I know, diabetic, and she owned it so quickly. She was diagnosed diabetic, and the next thing she you know, she's like, oh no, I can't have that. I'm diabetic. Why are you owning that? Do you understand that that's not a life sentence? That can be reversed. You can get rid of it. My father, I mentioned type two diabetes, adult diabetes. He got rid of it. And that was the first example I saw of somebody taking charge of their health and not owning what the doctors are telling them. And of course, if you can, I know there, everybody has challenges and everybody has their own issues. And I try to work respectfully within whatever their challenges and issues are. But I try to instill in people a lot of the ailments that affect Americans today can be prevented or alleviated through basic nutrition and fitness. You don't have to go crazy with it. It's little tweaks, little changes in your daily habits, and it will make a difference. And, and Carmel, I mean, you, you, it's exactly right. It's it's first of all, it could be moderation. It could be little but consistent, and that's key. Right. And, and the impact is bigger than than people think because. Yeah. Physical fitness also affects your mental state. It also kicks your body you know, into motion and to gear. So now your metabolism is working better. Your oxygen ain't better. Your skin is better. You hydrate better. Everything, you know, starts with that. When you're not working out, all the toxins in your body and stuff, and you just, everything gets slowed down in your metabolism and it's not good for you. And ultimately, your mood is bad, then you know, then you're not really happy. Then you start looking in the mirror. That's not helping either. <laughs> so, so it's a bad. It's a, it's it's a really a bad effect. And then on the flip side, you get into this this road of fitness, uh, you know, and, and and it just keeps going. And you get, but again, motivation is key. Uh, and I think one of the purposes of a show like this is really to get people excited about it. You know, listen, you can do this. Everybody can do this, and you can do it to your degree. And then you get to level one, and then now I see an improvement, level two. I mean, you watch these shows on some of some of the main channels on, on TV where they, they take these folks that have 300 plus, you know, uh, pounds and they drop them. You know, I mean, the journey and you watch their journey and transformation, it's it's really hard and you see them suffering, but they commit because to your point, if you don't, you're going to get all of what I call the three stooges and beyond, which will be your diabetes, your cholesterol, your blood pressure. Those come as three, you know, as a package. And then you get everything else after that. And that's not yeah. something you, you can, you know, uh, we wish for anyone to have. On right. the flip side, if you did good, then you're fit. You look probably you would also look younger in your age. I mean, that's another thing. People don't realize that, you know, if you see athletes and things like that, they tend to age differently. Uh, yes. so, because again, there's less toxin in the body. The body's, you know, the skin is better. The muscles toned. It's oxygenated, so the the cells are alive and they're not dying quicker on you. So again, we're not talking medical terms here. And I will keep that to to the the, the experts in the matter and nutritionists. But but again, based on all the studies and all the things that we we hear and read about, I mean, these are all different, you know, good things that can either good things or bad things that can happen. It's either you're going into the fitness mode or you anti-fitness, which is totally like destroying your body. Or over time and then you're right once you start getting these problems diabetes 
And, and, and then once you get to, a, a, there's a point of no return sometimes. And when you get to that, it's, it's too late. It's almost impossible to capture back or, you know, your knee, that's the other thing. You gain weight, your knees are hurting, your bones are hurting, you know, you get, everything becomes bad. <laughs> it, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you, you, and, and then your, your, um, personal you know aspect of it you know you're just not any more confident in yourself uh you're hanging outside you're, you're not sure you're like oh look at this one look at this one people are looking at you like oh, what they're looking at you know and this 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 is a bad effect and by the way that's male and female so <laughs> that is not just in particular it's everybody you know uh, it's, we all look at you know ourselves and and kind of like you know qualify ourselves a little bit to what you know how do we how do we fit in right 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 <laughs> and then you're like oh I got to work on a couple of pounds here, you know, and, and sometimes people are like, I don't care. I'm happy. I'm living my life. Again, that's not another thing. You get people that say, don't tell me how to fit and how do I look? I, I love what I look like. And that's great. You know, but are you honest with yourself? Sometimes people are not as honest with themselves. They did do it because that's the only justification to keep them in that mode. Yeah, I hear I look you. At it, that can I do I really like this? Do I like something else? Would I want to be at least better? And again, if you do and you're really generally about it, sure, you know, why not? But chances are that's not the case. Right, right, right. And you did mention like the point of no return. And it's unfortunate because a lot of times they feel like that. Like people will say, Oh my goodness, I'm at that age where no, I, I mean, what what business would I have to do to pick up a set of dumbbells? I remember training this woman when she first walked into the studio, she can barely take two steps. She had a cane. She can barely walk two steps without having to stop for a second and take a break. And we worked on her so slowly, like two pound weights, lifting them up. And in like three months time, she came back and she's just like, I'm about to sign up for another three months because I guess I just walked in here with no cane. And that was her victory. She wanted to get rid of that cane and she was still heavier than what she should be, but she got rid of the cane. So she was on her way to a much better and happier place. And just like you, when you were mentioned before, the mindset, once you have, you've conquered something, she conquered something. So now she has the confidence and she has the motivation to continue and do what she has to do. So some people will look at themselves in the mirror and think I've passed the point of no return. And I, I, this is, this is going to be it for me. And that never has to be the case. You start where you are, you take it slow. There's no reason why we have to go any faster than what you can do and what you feel comfortable with. Steady, slow, slowly, but surely, as we say, steady progress. Slowly, steady wins the race, right? Exactly. I mean, a marathon is, is not, you know, a sprint, right? I mean, you can run for a few hours, but you, you're running a long distance and you can do a hundred, you know, meters, whatever, and, and just like, you know, be out of breath <laughs> in a short term. So the idea is the consistency, because again, as long as you live and you breathe, you can continuously, you know, improve. But that's the thing. It's just, that's where motivation is. I mean, you have to see, uh, you set the goals and you're right. Today is five pounds, you know, next month, you know, a couple more pounds, and then just don't look back, keep going, you know, and until you get to a point where you're comfortable enough and you say, okay, but then now your, your behavior habits, your, your lifestyle has to also adapt because, you know, you're not going to eat the same food. Otherwise you'll go right back. And sometimes when you go back, it's, if you do it once, twice, maybe as you age, it may be difficult to get back to it. So, so these are all things that we have to be mindful of. And, and hopefully that, you know, people will really, really realize that, Everyone listening, watching in can make 
a change and can commit to change and can commit to fitness at any age. That's the other thing. I have, I have seen people in the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s, believe it or not. I actually was at an event, and, and this dude, I mean, he was 90 plus. He looked about 60. He was very, very much in shape. He was dancing. He danced and moved better than, than me at the time. <laughs> and this was <laughs> years back, you know. So I can tell you, it's not about, I've seen people doing things at a higher, at an older age than even younger folks may not do. I've seen them at the gym. So it's not the age. It's really how you you build to it. I mean, and, and you can do that. And some people talk about reverse aging, you know, and, and all that stuff. We can, that's a whole different topic to discuss. But really, keeping up and and just doing it and it's not so much to look young or anything you look who you look you know what you look like but yeah it's about feeling good exactly exactly feel good is the key and to feel good is you know you have to feel good i mean you can't say i feel good and you're like really feeling not good (laughs) but to be able to say it and mean it and back to the age thing i run with a group I've run a couple, I've run three marathons and a ton of other races. I run with a group, it's called We Told Runners and we're based out in Queens. Coach, Coach We Told, he's 86 years old. He's still running. I think it was last year, I'm gonna say two years ago, we ran a 10K, 10K is 6.2 miles. He beat me. He ran fast. He ran that race faster than me. When I crossed the finish line, he was resting and he says, Carmel, come says, sit down next to me. Why am I still beating you in races? And what was, so, what was, what was the, what was the, 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 the had, secret sauce? <laughs> I had no answer for him. I had no answer for him. All I knew that is I had to step up my game. Right. But it just, I, I say that to say, at 84 years old, he was at that time, he was 84, but he's still running and he was running. He was running miles. I'm not talking like three miles, four miles. This was a six mile race where I was. I wasn't slack. I wasn't I wasn't looking at birds. I wasn't, I wasn't looking at the trees. I was running and still he beat me. And that goes to say that you could be whatever fitness level at whatever age. Mm-hmm. I was in shape. You can't tell me I wasn't in shape just because my 84 year old coach beat me in a race, but he was in shape too. He's very conditioned, very strong. And it was, it's consistent. He didn't just step out of the bed and say, Hey, let me run this 10 K let me see if I could beat Carmel, you know? So it's all about the consistency. Um, and, and, and just doing your best. Some people have natural skill, right? Some people are just naturally fast. Some people are naturally strong, but it's just keeping in the race. Staying in the race, just stay in the race. That didn't make me want to quit. It just made me say, hey, listen, I think I could do better. Well, you know, you mentioned stay in the race. And and frankly, fitness or life is some sort of a race. I mean, and, and while it's not a race, you know, where there is a, uh, like you, there's, you're running against other folks, but it's, you're racing. I mean, time is, is running, right? And you're working right. towards, you know, uh, an age, eventually you're going to get to, to, to a, a date, right? And, and you, while you're going through that journey, I mean, you have to, to enjoy the most of it as much as you can and as long as you can. And that's the other thing, because the last thing, you know, when you had the accident, it was rough. You, you were limited to what you can do. And sometimes when your health, you know, is impacted, then same similarly, you, there are things you can't do anymore. And especially with weights, you know, things that you probably can do when you're lighter, you just can't do like you cannot climb you walk up a couple of flights of stairs you can breathe you know a lot of the things you know will be difficult so 
why live that life in a difficult mode when you can do it in ease mode, right? And so, but that's that's a set, you know, that's a mindset that we need to be aware of. And sometimes we have to be reminded of it because literally we tend to relax every now and then. And it's all of us, I, me included. You know, you, I always been, I've always been into, you know, fitness, martial arts and stuff like that. But, but there are times where I get my little, you know, uh, but you have to. It's healthy. Relax moments. <laughs> well, it, it you is. But, it. but you got to always be aware. Like, oh, I, I am slacking. I got to get back, right? <laughs> but then it's not talk. Talk is cheap. We got to take action, right? You walk, you know, you talk the talk, walk the walk. So now it's time to do. And and that's how you do it. And you really do it. Don't try, just do. <laughs> uh, but but that's that's really the motivation that I think the, the, that people have to to have always in front of them. And yeah. there's plenty available. I mean, you're a good example. I mean, obviously you help people get motivated and excited about it and, and, and be in shape. And, you know, our platform does the same thing. Our fitness plan, you know, uh, does the same thing. But that, there's so many programs, as you said, it's not, there's apps, there's videos, there's channels, there's so many things. The key is to do, and if you, biking, swimming, whatever, skiing, it's whatever works for you, do. Just don't, you know, not do <laughs> so yes. that's how i look at it right yes. uh, so, so come here question you have a blog yes so so is that I'm, I'm assuming it's related to the same thing so tell us about that blog so the blog is actually it started from the facebook group that i started with my friends that eventually turned into the cfit coaching but the blog is called fit to motivate and i believe that everybody no matter what your fitness, le fitness level is, everybody is fit to motivate somebody else. Somebody might not be as readily motivated by me because they feel like they cannot live up to what I do, but they might be motivated by that person who said, let me just take a walk around the block after dinner. So everybody is motivated by somebody. Oh, that person is so fantastic. They, 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 they walked five miles today. And they're going to look at me and they're going to be like, oh, yes, yeah, she ran five miles, but she's always running. So that, that doesn't do it for them. So the blog that I that I started, I just recently started it, 2021. And I just write, I just try to write about people and circumstances that motivate me. And hopefully it can have that same effect for other people and motivate other people. And I just, again, I just want to share the message out there about motivation, inspiration. Um, uh, there's a certain level of transparency and what we go through as um, athletes. Um, and, and just so that people can see where real life, you mentioned something earlier, right? So you mentioned when you were first introducing me about the motivation and the inspiration to get people out there and doing it. And everybody wants to do it, but not everybody really wants to go through the steps. And it's interesting because you see all the pictures on Instagram and you see all the pictures on Facebook and everybody is, you know, showing off their guns and everybody's doing mountain climbing and doing all this stuff. And you feel, you almost feel like, oh, like I'm a slacker. I can't do what this person is doing. So now one day I was running a race and as I was crossing the finish line, Isham, I was just like, oh, I'm pushing through. And one of my teammates snapped a picture of me and sent it to me. I said, could you please delete that picture? I looked horrific. But then I thought to myself, I'm always taking a picture post-race. I finished my race. I finished my half marathon. I finished my marathon. 
rarely do I have a picture where my face is all screwed up and you can see the pain and the excruciating like push through the finish line. So I posted it and I got so many responses saying, Carmel, thank you for posting this. This is real. It's transparent. It's what we go through because we don't, there's blood, sweat and tears involved in everything that we do, but we don't post the blood, sweat and tears. We post the smiles and the trophies and the medals and we post the guns and we post the cute outfits. But what about everything, all the grueling, like me waking up at four o'clock in the morning when I really just want to go back to sleep? Me um, like canceling, not canceling, but turning down invitations because I have a race tomorrow. And if I go out to dinner tonight, I'm not going to show up the way I want to. Or how about when I do show up at dinner and then the next morning I'm at a race suffering. Nobody sees those pictures. We don't post those pictures as much as we post the, I did it. So, right? <laughs> and so there's this misconception that they woke up like that. Like, I'm not Beyonce. I didn't wake up like this. I, I worked for this. I, again, blood, sweat, and tears, all kinds of training, disappointments. When I thought I could do something and I didn't do it, and the tears, like, why didn't I do better? Or when I half muscle and I can't run for three weeks and that slows up my progress and it's like why did this happen to my leg injuries etc so all that comes into play that nobody nobody sees that much you know what I mean well, you know it's funny because because what you're describing is success and 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 uh you know in 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 any aspect of success right in in this case a race or fitness goals or whatever it's still people are posting their success I made it right but but that's what usually people see what car you drive, what house you have, what picture you have, what trophy you got. But how did you get there? What how much training do you get there? It's the same thing in business. They don't or when you own a company, they don't see how much struggle you went through and obstacles and hurdles and debt and sleepless nights and stress and all the stuff. And then all of a sudden, oh, you made it and the picture looks pretty. <laughs> right. But, but that's the thing, like the, the tip of the iceberg versus like what's underneath. But same concept here. You had to prepare. You, you did months of preparation before you got into a race. Marathon people, I mean, they really spend months, you know, in advance to, to prepare for that long journey. Right? Yeah. And that day they eat right. They sleep right. They have to be there. And they take that road until the end. And it's not pretty at the end. But when you finish and you're just relaxed and stuff, just like, again, you mentioned martial arts. You train when you're ready for that test. I mean, that's a tough test. You got to go through a lot of hoops and loops and, you know, pain. But when you get that final belt and you get all that excitement, and you get that certificate. Wow. It's the same thing as education in everything, right? Success is not easy, right? And, and most people, you know, see the end result. They don't see the journey or the steps to get there. And fitness is the same thing. You know, you don't look good overnight. And you don't maintain looking good if you don't continuously work on it, right? So, yes. so that's it. And, and that's for your mind, your physical, all aspects of life. Yeah. And it's actually a true picture of all, any one of us listening or watching. We should see that and, and really apply that concept. You know, yes, actually, you want to see yourself in, in pain. You want to like, so that's the moment like, oh, that's what I, that's how it's, it looks bad. But you know what? That's the sweet, you know, point where I was literally, I made it. And you see this, like sometimes you see some, some nice social postings, you know, social media postings where you see like, you know, people barely make into the finish line. And you got also some, some nice sports spirits out there where they can help each other to the finish line. Nice. And, and some people crawl to the finish line. It doesn't matter. Nice. Make yes. it to the end. But that's, that's the journey. Now, 
Some people say, well, I don't have to do that. I give, don't give up. Just keep going. And you know what? We've had stories of people that took hours after marathons finished and they made it after. It's they, so took, they really continued, you know, just, just, they took their time. And until they get to the finish line, they're still in the race. Right. They never give up. So, right. so, and that's the thing. It's painful. Yes. Is it going to be easy? No. Do we need to be determined and consistent? Yes. And, and these are just concepts that we all know about. But sometimes when we hear them, yeah, oh, damn, I know this stuff. Well, yeah, we do. But <laughs> knowing and doing and applying is two different things. I mean, we know a lot of stuff, but do we apply it? That's the question. And so, so I think from, from, from this platform and from this, this talk show here, I think hopefully that people can see a value and uh, not only apply these, but also can, can seek us so a resource such as yourself, your company, your blog, and, at, and your book too, right? There's a book. Yes, yes. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. So recently, I've been really blessed and fortunate to be a part of a collaborative um, book. And it's called International Women of Color Who Boss Up. And it includes Asian women, Black women, as well as Latina, and um, even Indian women. And it's, um, it's a collaborative effort. And it's about these women us women blazing trails in whatever respective industries that we we're in. We're not all fitness or, or, I mean, we have doctors that are part of this book. We have um, business owners and, um, and these women are amazing and they've had to uh, fight or they've had to kind of overcome obstacles and naysayers. And believe it or not, some of the naysayers were in their own families, their own mothers who would say, baby, like women don't do things like that. So you can't, you know, do, do, you cannot go into this field or you cannot do the things that men do because as women, we just don't do that. And here we are, we live in America, right? So we have this amazing opportunity to really be um, whatever we want to be. But I feel like that is like, people spit that out so much, we kind of lose its meaning because women are still, we still don't get paid as much as men. We're still not as confident to speak up about certain things in the workplace as men. We're still not regarded as equals in the workplace by men or women. We're still not. We still don't get funding for our businesses as much as men. Like we go to a bank and they'll, they, they will be hesitant to lend us money simply because we're women. We still don't excel as much as men because of all of these factors. So it's not even just our mindset. It's not even what we're hearing at home. It's also everybody else that's also a part of the whole, I don't want to say problem, but the, the, whole, the whole challenge of it. Now, I do have another business. I, I own um, uh, what they call an uh, expediting company. So I work with architects and contractors and plumbers and engineers and people of that sort. And I make sure their applications gets filed with the New York City Department of Buildings through the city. And um, busy. so, I'm sorry, I'm busy, I'm busy, I'm busy. <laughs> so I'm actually excited and, and proud that I do own a small business and we are a minority company and I've been able to hire um, women of color. So being a part of this book was just extra special that I can be in, in this book. And it's not just highlighting my fitness abilities, it's highlighting the fact that I've been able to um, accomplish this, this level of success and 
at one point, if you spoke to me maybe a year, a year and a half ago, I would not have been able to say that so proudly. So, so long, I was like, yeah, I, yeah. Um, what, people would talk about my work and I would talk like I go to work for somebody else. Not intentionally, I just downplayed what I had been able to accomplish. Why? What, why? What I do is it's a, it's a big deal. Not everybody is able to say something like that. And I've been blessed to uh, to do what i've been able to do i've had people around me to help me of course and without the people around me without the support i couldn't be where i am today but yeah so i do have a book to answer your question it's called international women international women of color who boss up is that out or or is it is it being published it is being published it is on pre-sale though on my website and so if you go to my website Yes. It is available. It's, uh, my website is CFIT Coaching, all one word, CFITCoaching.com. And for all of your listeners, Isham, whoever goes onto my website, they leave me their email address. I have a free gift for them. Or if they pre-order my book, I have two free gifts for them um, along with the book. So I'm excited about the, the, the coming out of this book. And we're on virtual tour right now. I have a talk coming up June 2nd. Um, and I'll be, you know, discussing some fitness tips, etc. It's a it's a free virtual summit that's going to be um, aired next Tuesday, excuse me, next June 2nd to the 4th. So I'm excited about that as well. Well, welcome. I mean, first of all, congratulations on the book. Congratulations on the success. And, and, and to your point, I mean, having all these achievements in, in you know, that you're able to make, uh, those are life is challenging and you're right people tend to not be able to take challenges well or they just rather do the routine and sometimes it's hard for 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 you to take that leap and make it happen and but that's the sweetness of the success bar when you get yeah. it's not easy but when you start seeing the results and you're out there and like yes i did it and now <laughs> that's also motivation to other people right you know they have to see like hopefully you did it you know, I can do it too. I have a concept very simple and hopefully people can, can really get that. And you've already established the same. If someone else can do it, I yeah. can. So the question now, I just have to work towards it. Now, that, can I be a doctor? I need to learn. <laughs> I'm just going to do it overnight. But anybody at any given time can change careers and do something. But if it's out there, you can do it. But you have to learn the, the, the steps and do it correctly and still make it. But But that's the thing. Don't ever give up on your dreams. Don't ever think that you're not capable. Uh, if there's a will, there's a way. And, and you know, there are people around that help. You're right. I mean, nobody succeeds on their own. You know, you take the, the, the lead, you have the idea, you do the work, but you, people are, are there for you. And you also leverage your assets correctly and the people around you. And it's also, it's, all, it's also mental assistance too. I mean, these people give you good positive feedback. Yes, you can do it. And that's the other thing. Surround yourself with people that help you, motivate you, not the people that, eh, like naysayers, as you said, like, ah, eh, you can't do it. Nah, it's hard. You know, every, for every single thing, there's a problem. No, there's solutions as well. So look at that, the bright side, and make it work. So these are all the different things. And so again, congratulations. And I think that the concept that you mentioned about the book, um, you know, Women in general, to your point, had it's been it's it's known to everyone. It's been a long journey and a difficult one, and finally things are are, are looking up nicely. I mean, people are getting more. There's more funding. There's more stuff, but still not yeah. enough. And more vocal, you know, and voices out there will actually make things better. Absolutely. And books, books like this, you know, uh, listen, 
congrats and, and keep up the good work and the great work. Uh, and, and you're right. I mean, we are the US. We are America. <laughs> we, we, people tend to look up to us. And, you know, sometimes in the world of, of women versus men, I think some parts of the world do better than us. Uh, at least they do, <laughs> unfortunately. But, but, but we get in there. So let's keep that moment, you know, keep it up. <laughs> Make it work. <laughs> so, so I, I mean, listen, this, this, this is a, a channel that is a, an offshoot of our fitness company. So my wife is actually running that. So I, I relate to that. Women power, go for it, baby. <laughs> so I have no, you know, I have all the support for you guys. So do it. Thank you. I, you know, it's funny because I had more ladies, you know, bosses than, 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 than guy bosses in my life. And, uh, and, you know, I had a terrific time with them. They, you know, they, they've supported my, my ambitions and stuff like that. So it's, it's, they have the right to be, you know, in, in any role they want, if they have what it takes. And that's exactly what it is. And, and yes, you can do it. You're doing it. And there's gotta be more to be done. So keep yeah. And by the way, uh, please send me the information about your, your, uh, your talk and stuff. So well, put it put it also in the description of the show so people can actually uh you know maybe turn tune into it uh okay. I have a description about you know i have the connection and the link to the site okay. and everything else so so yeah folks uh you know we're, we're about to, to to wrap up the show so i hope that you've enjoyed the discussion with carmel and and picked up a lot of good vibe and a lot of you know motivation here and you know from a lot of angles just the entrepreneurship it's the the, the motivation the leap the change uh all, all the stuff i mean the her, her i mean the whole journey here is is motivating i mean and it's really like you know oh wow i can do this and and that's the other thing what people think that oh my life sucks i had bad things i you know only when you hear people that they'll go through like tremendous changes in their life and they, they they still come out come out out of it and come out positive and and, and really in in a better light that's really positive that's actually good energy that's really how i see it you know so so if you're listening and watching you know this is good stuff great stuff i would say and carmel you know i it i, I don't want to stop again i and really i always enjoy these shows and i don't want to stop unfortunately time is <laughs> time is money and, and also time is is valuable friday night you know i'm assuming people have plans <laughs> you know i do want to have you know uh you know for you guys the opportunity to, to enjoy your life after the show <laughs> but but, <laughs> but certainly thank you for 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 being on the show i i you know i learned a lot i hope that we've delivered a good message in here you know to to the folks watching and listening and you know good luck with everything i mean uh, thank you thank you All right. thank you so much i think i think we i think we did a good job of delivering the message yeah and one last thing yeah. is a support system a support system a support system That's i was going to ask you last two words or a couple of things advice that you will give to the people so let's go for it <laughs> Listen, there's nothing in life that was nothing in life that we've ever done that was important that we did by ourselves. Think about anything that you've ever accomplished. You didn't do it by yourself. Even if it was the guy who made your coffee just right, he helped you accomplish what you needed to accomplish, as well as the people around you that know you, that love you, that mentor you, that uplift you, or the people in your life that served as motivation, your children, your, your, your siblings, mom and dad support system is key with anything that you do including fitness because if you don't have that support system in place you're not going to do it everybody knows that people do things for other people much more quickly than we do it for ourselves you need a support system that's it 
Listen, that is valuable advice. And yes, you know, surround yourself and find yourself the folks that will support you. Yep. Kama, thank you for, for all that good, uh, you know, energy, that good insights and, and it's enlightenment to, to, to the folks and to me personally. So thank you. Thank you for all that. I mean, I'm excited already. <laughs> do, do some workout right now after this. <laughs> I had a great time. I appreciate the platform to, to discuss all this. I really do, Isham. I appreciate that. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity also. And and good luck. And hey, don't forget about us when, you know, you, you make it even bigger and bigger. You know, just remember that dude, right? <laughs> I'll never forget. <laughs> well, listen, we, this show is not going anywhere. It's going to be there for eternity now. It's, it's <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Carmen. So, so folks, um, you know, yeah, we're coming to the end of the show. Thank you for watching. And thank you, Carmel, for, for joining us tonight. Uh, you know, um, I hope you've picked up a lot, uh, even a little, but you know, whatever you can take out of this is just great stuff that we're trying to uh, uh, expose you to. So, so hopefully you use that in a good way and uh, enjoy it. So uh, that being said, uh, Hurricane H here. Thank you for watching the iHealth channel, the Fit and Fab channel and listening on iHealth radio. Ciao until tomorrow. Bye-bye.